Oh, yes, ladies and gentlemen. We, anybody who's Love Talk Radio knows that music. It is the intro to the king, the goat of all talk radio, Rush Limbaugh. And on this day, February 17th, 2022, we commemorate the solemn occasion of the one-year anniversary of his passing. I, like so many millions of others, miss Rush. I, I do miss him. He was one of a kind. He was truly amazing. He was an inspiration to so many people. Now, on this In Black and White Special Edition, I just... I'm going to save the news for WTF Friday tomorrow. I just want to take today and reminisce a bit about Rush and the impact that he had on so many lives. I mean, millions of lives. The people who went into talk radio because of Rush Limbaugh, the people he's raised up to become who they are in talk radio, which includes Sean Hannity and Mark Levin, the great one. These guys are incredible. And a lot of women, too. I'm not going to forget the ladies. But for me personally, I miss Rush because I was the type of person who wasn't supposed to be listening to Rush Limbaugh. As a black American... The group think was, oh, well, no, Rush Limbaugh's a racist, and oh, he doesn't like black people, and blah, blah, blah. I mean, they're all leftist lies. A narrative that after 30-plus years that he did his program, there are still people who are pushing that long after he's passed. Fortunately, like uh, there are other minorities, like myself, who saw past the crud, who saw past the lies, the false narratives, and so forth. And we just said, hey, we're good. We learned things. I learned many things from Rush that I was not alone as a black man. I wasn't alone in espousing conservative views. Back in the 90s, when I first started listening to Rush, I got to learn so many names. Uh, people like Dr. Thomas Sowell. The man at 91 years young is still brilliant, still thoughtful. I mean, he still writes. I believe he, about a year ago, a little over a year ago, he wrote a book, a new, brand new book at the age of 90. The man is incredible. I learned also about people like Dr. Shelby Steele, uh, a fine academic, definitely has some serious intellectual firepower. And of course, you, who can forget Mr. Black by popular demand, the late great Dr. Walter Williams. The man was incredible. I loved it when he would occasionally guest host for Rush. And and hearing Black by popular demand, I thought, oh my goodness, I would have loved that. But in respect to the late Dr. Williams, I'm not going to take it. I'm, I'm just not. And also, just the things 
that came out of Rush were like, people would be like, oh my goodness. No, I I appreciated, thank goodness I learned to appreciate before he passed on, that about American exceptionalism. Um, it's amazing because we, if you were to believe the mainstream media today, America, the beautiful United States of God blessed America, was just absolutely the most rotten country on planet Earth. But yet, when you actually use things like logic, or one of the great Russisms I definitely learned, was demonstrating absurdity by being absurd. I, I love that, but yet, if we are such a horrible, systemically racist country, then why are so many minorities willing to break the law at the risk of their own lives to get here? That's something you can't really ask a leftist because, well, it would actually require logic and it would probably flummox them a little too much. But, <laughs> but that was the beauty of Rush. He was a pioneer. He was unafraid. And he went through a lot of battles after 30 plus years. He went through a lot of them. Uh, personal battles and professional ones. I, I have to say that Rush was the one who really inspired me to get into media some uh, 20 or so years ago. Uh, about, you know, about 25 actually. And I appreciated that. Many years ago, about the early 2000s, when Rush had taken time off from his show because he was battling uh, prescription drug addiction, I, I wrote something uh, just to, as an encouragement to say, hey, Rush, you are loved by many. Do what you need to do to get better. Come back stronger. And I was just writing it in just as a commentary in a small, maybe not major league website, but I was very surprised when I discovered that Rush, his, his team, had put a link to my article about him on his website. That, to me, was the greatest, the greatest highlight of my young career as a newbie commentator. I, I was, it was the greatest honor I still treasure. I do. And some of my stuff had been, you know, had seen on you know, townhall.com, uh, other conservative commentary websites, but to have an article about Rush linked on his website, that, ladies and gentlemen, floored me and left me pretty speechless, which anybody who knows me, that's uh, not exactly a, uh, an easy thing to do. I look back and all the things, Rush was not just a commentator. I mean, he used to say it all the time, on the cutting edge of societal evolution. And he was right on so many things, it was like prophetic in many respects. How did he know this? Like so many, 
his talent was his he always said it his talent was on loan from god and even people in the in faith communities didn't understand rush and i thought that was sad because he's doing things and saying things that pastors should be saying from their pulpits not necessarily doing it behind the golden eib microphone and yet, I, I thought, man, I, I don't know how people can just kind of be that way, but humans are humans. And, you know, sometimes they don't get it because they look at the style, but don't pay attention to the substance. And Rush had an awful lot of substance. It made the mainstream media absolutely bonkers absolutely bonkers that no matter what they tried no matter what lie they told no matter how they wanted to portray him rush fans were loyal they were very loyal even the ones who may not have liked him but at least they listened and sometimes not for the most honorable of purposes but that's okay rush went on didn't worry about it. He had no fear of people and what they would say. He had a rock-solid set of convictions, and he stuck to them. Now, you can't really do that in the political world today without, yeah. without just being kind of rudderless. I mean, you, you go where the wind and the poles are blowing, but not rush. His convictions were rock solid based on the Constitution, American exceptionalism, American freedom, liberty, and everything our founding fathers fought for. I love that. I love that. And, and in spite of the grief I got on many occasions because I was listening to Rush, and sadly I was living in Oregon at the time, and Oregon is run by white liberal elites and I got in trouble for it but did it change me nope I still listened to rush where I could and I and I miss him I miss him like so many I know there were many people praying for him praying for a miracle praying that he would be healed I say he did get healed just not the way we had hoped he's been you know god wanted his talent back and well okay now i don't know if there are golf courses in heaven but i'm sure if there are rush has played pretty much every single one of them but i don't i don't know about the cigars i, I don't know about that but <clears throat> every time I light a cigar, I think of Rush and his love of cigars. Now, it probably didn't help him health-wise, but that's okay. He enjoyed life. He did so many things behind the scenes. Uh, certainly one story that was mentioned in James Golden's book, Rush on the Radio. Uh, James Golden, also known as Mr. Bo Snurdly worked with Rush for over 30 years. 
And James Golden, Mr. Golden, tells a story that he needed money. This was before Rush was a megastar, an icon and legend. And he had he had a financial situation. He needed $5,000 to take care of a debt. Now, the next day, as Mr. Golden tells the story, Rush called him into his office and wrote him a check for $5,000 to pay his debt. And Rush did not want anybody to know this. He wanted to keep it secret. That's the type of person Rush was, according to the guy who worked with him the longest, and a black guy to boot. So this whole nonsense of, well, Rush's are racist. I, I, people who do that, it's just like, I wanted to just slap them, but it would be a waste of time and energy because you can't fix stupid. As I am thinking about him on this day, I, I even on inblackandright.net, my website, I have a special page dedicated solely to the memory of Rush. And I'm glad I did it because I have no problem letting people know that I'm a Rush Limbaugh fan. I am a conservative. I love God. I love my country. I am very pro-Constitution, very pro-life, pro-gun, pro-First Amendment, pro-Tenth Amendment, pretty much pro-everything regarding the Constitution and the beauty of American freedom and liberty. Now, does it get me into trouble? Yeah, it has several times. But I say, I don't care. I, I truly do not care. But as I remember him on this day and appreciate everything he did, not just for me, but for so many. I mean, the whole concept of a rush baby was really weird to me at first. And now, years later, those kids who were listening to Rush uh, as babies uh, in, or youngins in elementary school, whatever, now they're grown up. They have families of their own. And after hearing Rush for so long, they've adopted the same type of mentality that Rush had. America, for in spite of all its problems, is still the greatest country on God's green earth. It is. And I love it when I can say that, even though I know people hate it when I do, but I can't worry about them. These, I love this country and I'm honored that in spite of I've had my challenges to be sure, and there are days when I get a little salty and wonder what is wrong with some of these people, even here in beautiful Florida, I don't worry about it because ultimately, ultimately it's not about me. It's about the country. It's about future generations and what they're going to have to face if we screw this up. It's just that simple. And when I started the podcast in black and white, the podcast last year, uh, there were millennials and other people who were like, well, what's different about your show? It's like, what? It, you're, you're asking the wrong question. The reason I became a podcaster is not for fame or money. That's an outcome. My goal 
is a very simple one. To be faithful to the call on my life to be a voice. A voice for freedom, a voice for liberty, a voice for the voiceless, and a voice for God and his truth. It's that simple. If staying faithful to that results in a lot more money or followers or whatever, that's fine. That's the outcome. But the goal is still the same. No matter how big or small, it's being faithful to that. And that's what motivates me. When Rush did his thing for over three decades and was the best in the world at it, I don't know if he had something similar when he started, but all I know is I appreciate him for it. I really do. And I can only hope that I can be true to the Limbaugh tradition of excellence in broadcasting or podcasting in this case. And yes, to those who might have walked away from talk radio because of Rush's passing, I would say don't. Come back. Come back. Rush would love it. That's what he lived for. He, he did things for his audience, not for himself. Now, I know there are people thinking that he was self-indulgent, but you know, hey, they were wrong. Rush is gone, and I can assure you, he's in a much much, much better place than some of these folks are. And with that, I just want to simply say, Rush, you are missed. But fortunately, the seeds you have planted in, in American culture, in a, and not just in the talk radio industry, the, the seeds you've planted have produced a, one heck of a harvest. There are so many people now who are podcasting, broadcasting, who are doing talk shows on local radio, regionally, and nationally, in some cases. The, although Rush may be gone, but his legacy will remain in the archives of the Limbaugh Institute and the Broadcasting Hall of Fame. And new generations can hear his wisdom, his outlook, his humor, everything that made Rush the best ever. Rush, you are missed, and I miss you, but I will do everything within my power to stand for the standard you've set, the gold standard. I, I don't have a golden microphone like you do, or you did, but I'm going to do what I can with what I have. Tomorrow will be a typical uh, WTF Friday and I'll definitely get into a lot of news because there's going to be a lot there's a lot of things going on even now that I will get into tomorrow but today I wanted to set this day aside to once again honor the one and only often maligned but never duplicated again the one and only Rush Limbaugh God bless. Take care, everybody. See you tomorrow.